0: Welcome everybody to another episode of OA News Overtime, our tailgate talk edition. Jordan! Justin Lee. We're here.
1: We're here. We have music. We're overlooking the RV lot.
0: Here I, I really hope you guys can hear the, the ambiance that we've got in the parking <laughs> lot here.
1: Hey, we got some ASU fans over there. See the flags? There's two, yeah. That's
0: yeah. two and two Yeah, two, which is uh, two more than uh, two Aww. more than the points Alabama State scored today. Aww, be nice, Jordan. Sixty-two to nothing. Auburn wins. Uh, you know, it was a- an interesting game, especially when you see that score. I think Justin and I kind of leaning back <laughs> to try leaning to <laughs> to try to get away from the sun. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was sort of a-, a messy first half for Auburn. The uh, offense struggled. Uh, had to send out Anders for a couple early field goals. Uh, then second half, I mean third quarter, they scored 35 points, and Demetrius Robertson scores three touchdowns. Right. Overall thoughts on the game? What stood out? Uh, what you kind of take away from uh, another, you know, win against a, you know, kind of a gimme a cupcake opponent, uh, getting ready for next week, which we'll talk a little bit about uh, with Auburn going up to Penn State.
1: Well, there was your classic uh, overanalyze, way too early situation. Was it 6-0 at the end of the first quarter?
0: Uh, that sounds about right because uh, I think Demetrius's uh, touchdown wasn't until the yeah, second until quarter.
1: quarter. Yeah, second quarter. Yeah, eleven thirty-one. Yeah, so six-zero at the end of first quarter, which is not what you want. But uh, it all, you know, by the end of it, you realize like, oh yeah. So um, yeah, and I think by, of course by the end, ASU was just gassed, like on that Jar- the, Jar- the Hunters long touchdown run. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean we learned. Um, I guess if you're gonna if you're gonna say hey, what do you learn from a game like this? You know, it's it's not automatic that the you know quarterback and receivers are gonna come out and, and hit most you know twenty of twenty two uh, like they did against Akron. So uh, a sluggish start, and you don't need that against uh, Penn State. You know, it's almost it's been weird, man, because we've uh, you know we've been so used to that opening, you know that that Washington opponent, that Oregon opponent recently. And now uh, you have the two warm-ups, and it's like, oh, now now Auburn's playing for real next week. And and these are those games where you over-analyze the opening script. You, you analyze every single you know every every possession, every moment, because um, every possession counts. Um, so it's been it's weird that we haven't you know we're we're just now going to see you know the real football. It almost feels like so uh, I don't know, and ready or not, uh, but but you know they need to come out. In, in Happy Valley and, and shut that crowd up and, and start sh- much stronger than they did today.
0: Absolutely. And, and the thing that was interesting the slow start you hit on, there was only six points in that first quarter. But once they got going, really the point where you could kind of tell you know, really the game was never in doubt. But when Auburn pulled away, it was a special teams play. Uh, you know, Colby Wooden blocks yeah. that field goal attempt, which again, Alabama State. Go, go for it. It was like yeah, the they were on the like maybe the two or three, or yeah, and then it
1: was like a 13 to nothing game. Yeah, yeah
0: go for it.
1: The, it's within the 10 yard line. Go for it.
0: That's yeah. football karma. Got you. <laughs> anyway, Kobe Wooden blocks the field goal, bounces perfectly to Nehemiah Pritchett, picks uh-huh. it up 80 yards. And I mean, that was sort of the beginning of the end, but even besides that. You had Roger McCreary with a pick six. I mean, he read it like a book, and he talked about it afterwards, that they had run that play, I think, two or three times in the first half, and he basically read, you know, the, the receiver's route and decided that, you know, hey, man, it's coming. I'm going to go get it. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, to see Auburn score in three different ways, that's got to make you feel good, at least given the circumstances. Sure. And, uh, you yeah, know, that, that – the fact that they stress playing their their guys, their starters on special teams, you've, I've seen that more and more, and, and, and people talk about that. Beaver
1: but, ball. Yeah. It's beaver ball.
0: But, I mean, you're making the most of those plays, and, yeah. and clearly that was a big play. And say something like that were to happen, I also forgot, too, they blocked that pun earlier. I was going to say uh, Barton Lester and I think Wesley Steiner was right there with him uh you know if you're able to to turn a play like that in that Penn State game brother that could be the difference in winning and losing
1: yeah uh it it was funny because there was one moment where there was a referee it was a referee snafu or uniform snafu because Demetrius had to put on a number 12 jersey because he was on the field at the same time as Owen Papo and then you realize like oh we're talking about two of Auburn's best players on the field for punt return, right, and punt return slash punt block, which is what we we figure Owen was in there to go after it uh, for that particular one. So that's that's an example, like, you know, when you saw the uniform snafu and they had to pause and wait for a minute uh, and all that, that's an example of how Auburn's playing its best players on special teams. And uh, here, you know, again, it's Alabama State. Who knows what their execution is really like, you know, on special teams, but it, it – they showed that they're capable of making plays. I thought it was interesting, too. We were talking about, I didn't realize this, but the way the punt block is set up, it's like the block is all on one side, and then Nehemiah is on the other side to score the touchdown.
0: That's a field goal block. Right.
1: What did I said, Punt block? Yeah. Field goal block. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, the block, the rush comes from one side only. And he is there to scoop and score. Like, that's his job. Like, if you were to draw the play, it's like, go get the ball, go vertical.
0: And if you watch that replay, which I watched a couple of times when I was writing up the gamer, I mean, like, it bounced right to him. I mean, he,
1: he was able to get on it. Smoke would have been there, too, I think. It was funny watching Smoke. Smoke was like, ready to get the ball, and then as soon as he gets it, Smoke goes into convoy mode to go block. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's exactly how they draw it up. But I thought that was interesting, that, like, Nehemiah's, like, job on that play is to scoop and score. Uh, so, and he did. So, there you go.
0: See ball, get ball on that play. Um, s- some of the other things that stood out, Jarquez Hunter, you mentioned. 94-yard yeah. rushing touchdown, the longest rushing touchdown in Auburn history. You know, your second game as a college running back, you know, no big deal. Just do that, which was big. Um Sean Shivers did not play today. We obviously don't know what his status will be going into Penn State. We didn't get a chance to ask Brian Harson about his absence. Uh, Sean was one of the guys that wasn't there. Uh, We saw Javarius Johnson before the game. He was not dressed out. Uh, Neither was Jalen Simpson. So those are guys that clearly, if they're out against Penn State, that's a big deal. But focusing on Jarquez, another really strong game from a true freshman that, you know, by all means, looks like he's up to the challenge. Clearly, he'll get the biggest test of his young career against Penn State. But you've got to like what you've seen from a true freshman, a guy that was looking for a school after that December signing period, and Auburn wound up kind of, you know, snatching him up. They needed a running back bad, and uh, Brian Harson that so far has been the most productive of his, you know, early high school signings uh in his time at auburn
1: yeah i was gonna say he's one of few brian harson actual signees out of high school because uh you know now we have the early quote-unquote early signing period but that's the signing period that's when everyone signs is in early december auburn was in the middle of a coaching change then so that's when a lot of players got scooped up uh auburn did sign some people then too but um but yeah i mean that that february class was was pretty thin and for him you know this is the true freshman that's uh that's making an instant impact. Um, and like you said, desperately needed because they needed to pick guys up because, you know, lo and behold, Sean Shivers goes, The Sean Shivers is out um, and they, they needed, you know, what, what would they have had without, you know what I mean? It would have been tank and walk on. So uh, yeah, big deal, big deal and a big performance for him. Um, he needs that confidence. He needs to be able to feel like he can go into Happy Valley and actually run the ball and actually contribute because he may well have to contribute.
0: For sure. And, and, you know, kind of wrapping up the Alabama State game, I think that there was things early on that you kind of had to be concerned with as far as Auburn. The offense really wasn't clicking. Right. Bo got away with at least one throw that I know should have been intercepted by the Alabama State guys. Had to settle for field goals, which is something you don't want to do at any point, much less when you're playing an FCS opponent. Um, other than that, I thought the defense played fine. Obviously, you know, when you pitch a shutout against whoever it is, that's a good sign. Special teams came through, really, other than. In the third quarter, to start it, Alabama State, decided to pull off an onside kick, and all credit Alabama State—that was one of the better like onside kicks I've seen. I mean, it was just right on the kick was right on the money, and the Alabama State guy was able to to get in position and get the ball. Um, so, any other thoughts on Alabama State? And uh, before we get out of here, we can also talk a little Penn State.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, so last week it was the offense. We were like, "Hey, buzz twenty of twenty-two. I don't care if you're playing air; that's pretty impressive." This week, it's the defense. and say you got a shutout. I don't care who you're playing. That's hard to do. That's really hard to do, um, especially when you score. You know what I mean? I don't know. You're, well, you also, off, but you, offense is scoring every possession, so you're kicking it off to them. You know what I mean? You're playing a lot of defense.
0: And, I mean, even last week, they were in position to get a shutout against a not-so-great Akron team, but right. they weren't able to do it.
1: Right, right, right. And so, Kobe said, we were supposed to get one last week, and we didn't, so we're glad to get this one. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I guess, you know, tale of two games, it's the offense was – kind of raised eyebrows last last week, and now this week it was defense and special teams. So, uh, you're, but hey, man, guess what? You're going up to Happy Villa. You're going to need all three, Jordan. You're going to need all three phases. So they're going to have to put it together, I think. And I think Penn State's winning. Let's check the score.
0: Yeah, they're playing Ball State, so barring something oh, right. wild, it, it should be an easy win for them. And, uh, and also, I, I'd be remiss not to bring up Demetrius Robertson, who scored three right. times. I mean – you got to take into account it was Alabama State, but I think he showed you what he's capable of doing and sort of the role he can play. I mean, getting a carry that he took for a touchdown. Uh, and the one of his, uh, I believe that was his second touchdown pass. I mean, he just turned on the Jets and ran right by the guy. And, and clearly when you're playing like SEC defensive backs, that's going to be easier said than done. But Demetrius has been known as a speed guy. I mean, when he was coming out of Savannah Country Day in uh, in Georgia, five-star. um, that's what he was known for I mean they knew that he was a guy that could really you know go up against those uh, defenses and make plays and generate explosive plays and we got to see that now will we see that through the rest of the year when the competition uh, gets a little bit tougher well you know that remains to be seen but you have to like that a guy that like we've talked about came in after the start of fall camp all of a sudden is you know scored three touchdowns and and sort of the point you made about um you know shutting out the opponent scoring three times you know in a college football game is by no means an easy thing and uh thought robertson was one of the the guys that stood out today and and clearly was able to get the ball rolling and was a big part of auburn scoring 35 points in that third quarter to where you know we already knew it was sort of in control but you looked up and like man they they may sort of hit that I saw a couple projections uh, that was like 63 to nothing, and, and by golly they got close to it.
1: Yeah, right. That uh that first touchdown to Demetrius uh that was like six yards, but that was a timing kind of route, you know, for between Bo and Demetrius, and I thought that might have been his most impressive touchdown because Demetrius just got here, like literally 31 days ago, like something like that. Uh, he's barely been here. Uh, so you would think him, Bo and Demetrius, their rapport is only going to improve. You like how you say that word? I like it. Uh, so yeah, I don't remember the second touchdown at all.
0: Second was like I think it was basically just a nine route. I mean like I think he just bolt, yeah. bolted down the field and the defend right. he got he got behind the defender and the defender couldn't catch up.
1: But I remember the end of round. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean really impressive showing. That's what you want. To, and like you said, you say Jarquez, you needed somebody. That's what you want to see. Demetrius, uh, Seth Williams is leaving. Uh, you needed somebody to come in for this wide receiver group. Uh, you want to see that too. So it kind of, you know, if we're talking about, you know, if, if we sound kind of glass half empty of like, Oh, you got to figure out that offense before you go to Penn state, here's what you do like going up to Penn state. You like that. Uh, Demetrius has, you know, shown up, shown himself as, as a go-to receiver for Bo and and a viable target for Bo. You like that. You like that Jarquez Hunter has shown some depth behind Tank because we don't know Sean Cyber's status uh, for the game. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, you, you like some of these things. You like that uh, the, these guys are showing up, and at least in a few ways, some of the stuff is going according to plan. Like, Harson brought in Demetrius to do this. Uh, you know, it's no secret. And I mean, I remember in camp, he was saying, like, oh, we brought in the transfers to play. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Like, you <laughs> know I mean? Like, what you, how soon do you think it's going to, you know, like, how soon are they going to be involved? Like, they're going to be involved right away. Uh, so, in that way, personnel wise, things are going according to plan so far, besides the people who are missing games.
0: The only other thing that I would add is it was a welcome sight to see Brandon Council come back, the starting left guard. That was scary. Yeah. When he left in the first quarter, I mean, he didn't really look like he could put any weight on his right leg, and you're thinking the worst. I mean, this is a guy that got hurt in that old miss game last year, had a knee injury and you're starting to think oh man I mean you don't want a guy to get injured at any point but going into a game like Penn State that's going to be big but he was able to come back and and from what we could see I mean it seemed like he you know kind of shook it off and and kept playing and uh, I think that's a big sign and As uh, we are looking at it, Justin Lee's got the score pulled up. Your
1: Nittany Lions lead 31-6 late in the third, so there you go.
0: Don't count out the uh, fighting uh, Lettermans, uh, the Ball State uh, Cardinals. I
1: will count them out. That's fair. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's get ready
0: to wrap this up, and we'll get in more in-depth as far as the Penn State game during the week. But what's your initial thoughts, or, or things that you think are really going to matter by the time uh, that we're talking about this out game for Penn State and and Auburn's up there uh, getting ready for a big, big uh, ten and SEC showdown?
1: Man, it's, it's it's here it is. It's 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 game time. These are these are the games, and like you said, these are the ones that uh, you know we're going to nitpick every single drive. You know we're going to. You know I'm like? I don't remember that touchdown pass. That's not going to be the case next week. You know these are those games where. Uh, we remember every series uh, because all every series matters. Um, it's one of those games. It's like playoff baseball where every pitch counts. Uh, that's what these these games are like, uh, and especially you know marquee matchup, non-conference game. Uh, you know here it is. Here's here's the debut man, and, and the question is. Honey. Hell
0: yeah! I hope this pulling up on the on this. Uh, we got some engines revving on the other side of this parking lot.
1: Somebody wants to roll coal over there or something. Uh, but, hey, man, I'll go ahead and say it, man. It's honeymoon or hot, hot Seat, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to go a long way in how people feel about Brian Harson, how people feel about how things are going. I mean, I hate to say that, you know, the Auburn fan base is uh, reactionary, but they are. And, uh, you know, and, and so, you know, he could go a long way if he can get this win. It'll, it'll do a lot of good things for him. Uh, if he doesn't, you're behind the eight ball already.
0: I agree, and the thing that will be really interesting, I mean, there's so many different aspects of this Auburn-Penn State game. I mean, I'm thinking Bo Nix clearly, but the offensive line, how the offensive line plays, and even just the little things like the communication between the coaches because this is a new staff and they're going to be in a raucous environment i mean how is that going to work as far as just making sure everybody's on the same page that's going to be easier said than done when you're going up there and and having to play in what's going to be a packed stadium so there's going to be a lot to really keep an eye on and and uh i'm excited i'll be going up there and i know a few other people on the beat and never been to penn state i don't think i've ever been to a big uh big 10 stadium i have seen uh I have seen Penn State one time. Uh, I guess that was a few years ago in the Tax Slayer Bowl, and that was after Georgia fired Mark Rick. Hey. So it was it was a bowl game to forget. Christian Hackenberg was in that game, so that's kind of all you really need to know.
1: Okay, and you don't get that joke because you don't know Christian Hackenberg.
0: Christian Hackenberg was the guy everybody wanted to be a great quarterback, but uh, no, Didn't, Yeah, yes, and it did not work out.
1: All right, well, yeah. Hey, man, happy Valley. It's exciting. Uh, it's exciting time. Uh, you you know we kind of live for these big games. So here we go. It's game week, man.
0: Can't wait. Well, we're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna get out of here. Maybe go see what's going on in this uh, this party going on across the across the way. It sounds like a good time, but. Yeah, we got to work. But, again, appreciate you guys listening. We're going to keep these coming. We'll have another midweek podcast talking about the Penn State game and a lot more around uh, Auburn sports. Auburn soccer's got a big match tomorrow against that Florida State. Is that right? Yes. Auburn. Yes, Auburn soccer, 2
1: p.m., number 10 Auburn Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Auburn soccer versus number one Florida State. Got to be one of the bigger – uh, Karen Hoppe wanted stop short of saying one of the biggest or the biggest she did say it was one of the biggest. Stop short of saying it's the biggest non conference home game in the history of Auburn soccer. Uh, I think it is. She was like, yeah, we hosted uh, North Carolina like in 2001. they were number one and I'm like, yeah, well, you weren't number ten. so <laughs> so hey man, big top ten game, but at the same but uh, you know if you're looking for the storyline coming in, Karen told her group like, hey, you got nothing to lose. Um, and they've looked at this con- non-conference schedule. They had seven non-conference games. They've already won six. They've pretty much surpassed their goal. So they're ready, man. They're ready to, uh, you know, and they're, they're, they they're got nothing to lose. Florida State's the only team with a lot to lose.
0: Justin Ferguson. Justin yes, Ferguson, the Auburn Observer.
1: Your final thoughts.
0: I was, I was told I was supposed to come over here. <laughs> your final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, it's good to have third quarters
1: like that. Uh, first half, I think. I think Brian Harsin found out today what an 11
0: a.m. kickoff. Uh, hey, feels I, like because all the fans know it well. Right, cuz every Boise State game started at like 10:35 p.m. <laughs> and so I think that was a lot of it and then, You know execution. But, you know, that third quarter was kind of nuts.
1: Nathan King Nathan
0: King 247 yeah, Sports. Cizergie. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I don't know what that means. Like Christian Clemente, we got what do
1: Fire Jake Weiss? Yeah. No. This, Dr. Is the, Weiss. this is rough. Doctor Weese had to go Dr. Weiss had to go. He he just walked. we were at the media lot, he just walks home because I gotta explain that. the reference now. Okay because do. I was R- confused. This that? is
0: Nathan, by the way. Do you remember that Wisconsin basketball player that um there was the stenographer and he was like, Oh my god, she's so beautiful. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah, 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 and I remember that. It was I remember really, that. it's it not creepy at all. Like it was really sweet, and he was like really upset that she like heard him. He's like, "You heard that?" And he like, put his hands. So th- he
1: didn't know the microphone was on.
0: He didn't know. The, he didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know his and mic was she hot. And was
1: back there. Yeah. Yes,
0: and so and um,
1: he, she, his mic was hot, and she was. But
0: hot. He, I forget his name. <laughs> but what he would—that's not the words I use. Um, I forget what his name was. But what he would do every time they would, after a Wisconsin game, like announce like the stenographer and be like, "All right, can we get a word check?" He would say this like these ridiculous words to, like, make sure they would type it out, and then they'd give him a thumbs up. He's like, wow, you guys are good. So he comes up into the mic after that game, and he just goes, scissorgy. I don't know what that means, but, but eh, you know, why not? Well, on that, we're going to get out of here. Thanks to everybody for listening. We'll have another midweek podcast, and until next time, take care.